Welcome to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Pree, and today the podcast is going to be on the Illinois Governor uh, J.W. Prisker legalizes marijuana. This article is from uh, time.com, and I also have some information from uh, the denverpost.com. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker said Saturday he's reached an agreement with key lawmakers on a plan to legalize recreational marijuana in the state starting next year. The legislation would allow adults 21 and older to legally buy cannabis for recreational use from licensed dispensaries. Illinois residents could possess up to about an ounce 30 grams of marijuana, while non-residents could possess about an ounce 15 grams. The measure also would automatically expunge some marijuana convictions. If it passes, Illinois would join 10 other states, including neighboring Michigan, in legalizing recreational marijuana. While the Illinois law would take effect January 1st, the first licenses for Illinois growers, processors, and dispensaries wouldn't be issued until May and July 2020, the governor's office said. Pritzker was joined by fellow Democrat lawmakers in Chicago to announce the deal, which comes after years of discussion among state legislators. They said the measure will be introduced Monday, kicking off debate at the legislature, where Democrats hold a majority in both chambers. The proposal starts righting some historic wrongs against minority communities that have suffered from discriminatory drug policies and enforcement, the new governor said. Now, I'm not... I'm not entirely sure what discriminatory drug policies means because, you know, either you, you know, either you follow the law and don't do drugs or you do. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what that, what that means. Anyways, I'll move on. The bill advances equity by providing resources and second chances to people and communities that have been harmed by policies such as failed war on drugs, said Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton, who is black. The measure includes a $20 million low-interest loan program to help defray the cost of starting a licensed cannabis business for social equity applicants. Those applicants would include people who have lived in a disproportionately impacted area or communities with high rates of poverty and high rates of arrest and incarceration for marijuana offenses, or be or been arrested or convicted of offenses eligible for expungement. Now, I don't know why they would want to have a loan program, a 20-minute low-interest loan program for for a demographic of people that have been you know, uh, quote unquote, disproportionately impacted by drugs. Now that does, that does, that, I'm sorry, that just doesn't make sense to me. Why you would want to give these people an opportunity to start a business that dispenses marijuana to an area of people who will have high marijuana use. Because they have been a, uh, I don't, I don't know. That that just sounds like a really, a really bad idea. I'm not saying that only certain people can grow and and sell marijuana once this becomes legal. What I am saying is that you shouldn't just 
you know, say grab a handful and say, hey, you guys uh, are, are the ones that are going are gonna to be able to get twenty million uh, to start your to start your uh, your marijuana business, even though you've historically been been impacted uh, by drugs. Uh, I'll move on. Critics of legislation, including law enforcement and, and and the Illinois NAACP, have said it would lead to more addiction and mental health issues and would harm rather than help black communities. I agree. The consequences of this bill are far-reaching and will have devastating impacts on citizens, communities, and youth, said Kevin Seme, founder and president of Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Illinois lawmakers must take a smart, common-sense approach and not welcome in another addiction-for-profit industry into the state. Medical cannabis is already legal in Illinois. Prisker campaigned on the issue of legalizing recreational marijuana and is counting on $170 million from licensing fees in his proposed state budget for the fiscal year that starts July 1. He said future revenue from legal marijuana will help Illinois address some of its deep financial problems. The governor's office said 35% of revenue from legal cannabis would go to the state's general operating fund, while an additional 25% would go into a new Restoring Our Communities fund. That money would be distributed as grants in communities that have suffered the most because of discriminatory drug policies. Illinois would use 10% of revenue to pay a backlog of unpaid bills. The rest of the money would support mental health and substance abuse treatment, law enforcement grants, and public education and awareness. Now, you know, there's a couple things here that, that, that need to be taken into consideration. I, I'm for number one, I'm a, I'm a proponent for legalizing marijuana and, and I'll tell you why there are, you know, there's a, there's, there's people out there that could utilize marijuana for its healing properties. Um, you know, there's some people that are in chronic pain and medicinal marijuana. I wouldn't just say medicinal marijuana, but marijuana in general would help these people with, with their pain. And I don't think that that's an issue. I think that's a better solution than uh, getting people getting people hopped up on on opioids and, and oxycodone, for example. You know, I did a podcast on that last week. Uh, I recommend that you that you listen to it if you haven't because... Of the effects that opioids have on people, you know, is is an incredible downside to to using them. Yes, they do they do help with pain, but there is an extremely high risk of addiction to them. Now, marijuana is different. <clears throat> I wouldn't say that there is a uh, that there's that that you can't get. I don't want to say addicted because you know there is some there is some. Um, there has been some some people that get addicted to it, but I will say it's you're better off using it than than opiates. People have been using CBD oil as well, and what's really really cool is that a lot of companies are taking the psychoactive ingredient THC out of the CBD oil, so that you're not experiencing any of those psychoactive uh, effects. And I think that that's. That's really big, and and you and you know obviously if you're having you know pain issues, you can use the, the the CBD. It's also been known to help with anxiety and depression. So, so yeah, there 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 are a lot of uh, there's a lot of 
utility to using it and 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 I'm a proponent for it now there are people who obviously who abuse these things and that needs to be taken into consideration and 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 maybe there needs to be some other programs set up to to help mitigate that you know alcohol is, an, is another thing people you know obviously prohibition uh, came around it was the birth of organized crime and uh, and it was it was a huge problem and nowadays there are still a lot of people who have issues with alcohol a lot of uh you know to a lot a lot of guys or or women you know it's <clears throat> it's a natural depressant and they have issues with it people get addicted to that as well but when people are addicted to alcohol they they tend to be some people tend to be more more violent when they're on alcohol there aren't people t- typically are not violent when they're uh when they're high on on marijuana so there's you know a plus that you could say for instance right there um so yeah i mean these i mean that's just a a small a small instance but it's something that i wanted to bring up between the the differences between marijuana and and alcohol which is alcohol which is which is legal now um one thing that does need to be taken into consideration is driving under under marijuana. I don't think that people should be should be uh, driving under marijuana. And I wonder if there's a way to test your, you know, say your inebriation under under marijuana. If there's a way to do a um, kind of like a breathalyzer, whether if you're high or too high to to drive, maybe if you're you shouldn't just drive at all if, if you're on marijuana. I don't know. But the Denver Post posted a study that they did in Denver uh, that because it's uh, marijuana has been legal for five years there now, and the impact that marijuana has had on on the on the state. And here are some some quick statistics uh, from it. Education: Colorado has not experienced an increase in marijuana use among young people. Although it was the single most common reason for school expulsions in the 2016-17 school year, the first year it was broken out as its own category. Marijuana also has not impacted graduation rates or dropout rates in Colorado. Graduation rates have increased while dropout rates have decreased since 2012. Well, that's that's more reassuring that kids aren't just dropping out of school and smoking weed all day. Driving. The number of drivers in fatal crashes who tested above the legal limit of THC, marijuana's active ingredient, decreased to 35 in 2017, down from 52 in 2016. The number of citations for marijuana-only impaired stayed steady between 2014 to 2017 at around 7% of all DOI arrests. That's roughly 350 citations out of nearly 5,000 DOI arrests each year, the report said. Arrest. Total marijuana arrests dropped by half during a five-year period, decreasing to 6,153 in 2017 from 12,709 in 2012. Marijuana possession arrests. The majority of all marijuana-related arrests were cut by more than half during the same period, dropping dropping to 5,154 from 11,361. Crime. Pot grown illegally on public lands 
an indicator for the size of the black market also is on the rise with 80,926 plants seized in 2017, a 73% increase in five years. Sounds like people are looking to, to get in on the money train. Organized crime cases almost tripled in five years, increasing to 119 in 2017 from 31 in 2012. Rates of hospitalization with possible marijuana exposures increased steadily from 2000 through 2015. The number of adults who use marijuana increased between 2014 and 2017, with men getting high more often than women and young adults, ages 18 to 25, the most frequent users. Yeah, and that's not a, uh, you know, that's not a big, a uh, big shocker that the big biggest group of people using it are the are ages 18 to 25 you know obviously kids are young and they want to try it out and and obviously i was young once and you know people wanted to try stuff and i did too and uh yeah i don't see anything wrong with it but uh you know obviously there's some things to take into consideration it's it's very reassuring to hear that kids aren't uh that the graduation rate is is going up and uh and and that's that that's that's good news so, in closing, I want to say that uh, yeah, I'm for I'm for legalization of marijuana. I'm not sure how this is going to work out in Illinois, because you know this was done in Denver, and Denver has a much different, um, I would say, social atmosphere than I would say Chicago does, because Chicago plays a huge role in a lot of things that happen in the in the United States. Oh, not in the United States, in Illinois. I'm sorry. For example, because it, there's such a large amount of people there. And and because there's such a large amount of people there and they have so many taxpayers there, and and the the out outlining area of Chicago, uh of the you know, the nor- northern Chicago, the suburbs, and even going into Indiana you know the, the 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 Chicagoland area is very big, and there's a lot of people that reside there. And I'm curious how this is going to happen because there's a lot of there's there's some big urban uh, neighborhoods there, and you know they're saying that these areas are going to get you know 20 million loan incentives and to, to to increase you know to sell marijuana, and obviously marijuana use is just going to increase. And I wonder how that's gonna how that's gonna impact impact the area. So it's gonna be interesting. Hopefully, we have some um, the same or, or better statistics that Denver is seeing after legalizing it. Um, hopefully, this will help. This will help uh, you know people being thrown in jail for 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 marijuana misdemeanors. Uh, it'll it'll clear up the jails a little bit. Get more taxpayers out working. Um, I'm being optimistic here. <laughs> and uh, and we'll see how it pans out. But uh, and and for the other people that actually, you know, the the people, majority of people that use it correctly, you know, to help them with their with their daily lives in a way, like I said, with anxiety or depression, or or pain. Um, this 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 is something that's really really good for them. And and I hope that that it helps. So guys, remember remember to. Uh, uh, keep an eye out for each other. You know, it's it's not uh, you against the world. We're all in it together. You know, we need to, you know, we need to keep an eye on what's going on out there. 
you know, question what our lawmakers are doing and uh, and look into what they're doing because it's important that we all know and it's it's important that we all stay aware so that uh, when they start, you know, re- releasing laws or, or trying to put bills through the uh, through Congress, you know, through the House of Representatives or the Senate, that it it is uh, it's something that we want and it's it's something that we can something that we could utilize. Now the 2020 presidential election is going to be coming up. It's important to read up on on who is running, uh, what they're, why they're running, who they are, uh, and, and make informed decisions. Uh, whether you go uh, left or right, you know it doesn't really matter. Or right down the middle, it doesn't really matter. Just as long as you're informed and and you make the right decision. So guys, uh, uh, take it easy, guys. And uh, got some things coming down the pipe. I uh, got some interviews coming up. I'm going to be doing a book review. Uh, on the Celestian prophecy coming up, um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I'll I'll get into that obviously when I do the book review, and uh, be sure to mitigate your risk and uh, take care of yourselves. All right, guys, this is pre out. Mm-hmm.